Have you ever felt hesitant to read the Song of Solomon or even wonder why it's even in the Bible? <laughs> if you have or you skip past this book, you might have missed some golden nuggets that can help and bless your marriage. Let's talk about that and much more here on this episode of Couples of Pursuit Live Bible Study Edition. Hello, this is Vincent and Valerie Woodard. And on this episode of Couples Pursuit, we're going to discuss the Songs of Solomon, mm-hmm. or as it's sometimes referred to as the Song of Song, mm-hmm. um, and lessons we can learn from this ultimate love story. Uh-huh. Look, we're so glad that you can join us here on Couples Pursuit. Our goal is to provide you with tools necessary to pursue and maintain a successful relationship. If you're new, welcome. If you're returning, welcome Welcome back. back. (laughs) (laughs) And make sure you like this video and subscribe if you're watching this on YouTube. And also, share this with someone that you think can get something out of this topic. So, baby. Yes. The Song of Songs or the Song of Solomon. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. What do you think? Well, before I really understood my relationship with the Lord the way that I do years ago I just thought oh well this is the the book in the Bible that's really short and it talks about romance and what it actually is is um, it's a collection of like eight poems Mm -hmm. that are very uh, romantic in nature but kind of like the book of revelations the way that it explains things revelation Mm -hmm. that the way it explains things um if you visualize it, it's like, oh, well, is that pretty or is that beautiful? Mm. But it's really more about what the comparisons represent mm-hmm. in that um, in those those pieces of, of biblical literature. It's like um, uh, a beautiful thing. And often it's referenced um, for weddings, like mm-hmm. a quote maybe taken for, from it uh, for weddings, talking about the romantic um intimate side of of relationship and marriage and love that's that's true that's true and and when i was reading it i was i got the fact that um that it almost didn't even make it in the bible the people that uh you know when they found the text they were like is this like part of you know the bible should it be part of the bible Mm -hmm. even though it is sacred text Mm -hmm. it's people like how does it fit yeah how does it fit how does it fit in Mm -hmm. and uh thank god that they didn't try to tamper with it and they they put it in and said we're just gonna let god tell god and tell about god (laughs) and especially um the fact that it says the song of solomon or the song of songs Mm -hmm. that solomon was credited with writing over three thousand proverbs right and then also credit we're writing 105 songs. Said one, one, I mean, 1,005 songs. Wow, 1,005 songs, and that's in um, Second Kings, I believe. Oh, I haven't written it. Yeah, five, uh, <laughs> First King, um, four and thirty-two. It, okay. it said that specific number, wow. 1,005. But mm-hmm. all we have in the Bible mm-hmm. is this this song. This song. and and. You read the. I urge you when you're reading the Bible 
to read the the preface or the um, stuff before this verses start. It's a lot of good um, commentary. A lot of smart people. A lot of people that just study the Bible like seem like all day and night, and they put this try to cram all. They try to summarize what the, what the whole chapter could be about, and like in a couple of paragraphs, and it's really good nuggets. Mm -hmm. So in that, they talked about the fact that um, that this book right here is the song. It's like the most famous of all songs that mm -hmm. Solomon writ, wrote. Uh, I thought that was amazing. We have the best of the best. Mm -hmm. And the Proverbs, and also you read the beginning of, um, when they talk about the Proverbs, like these are the best of the best that we have access yes. to. <laughs> and you know, what's interesting is I, I love what my Bible says. I've, I've had this Bible for mm, show me, 20, show me, show 25. Me show me Bible. <laughs> this is the spirit filled life bible for students mm -hmm. um and it says learning and living god's word by the power of his spirit and i have had it for nearly 30 years mm -hmm. maybe 28 years as long as i know you and my husband mm -hmm. he joked because my pages started to turn and i used my flat iron to straighten them out <laughs> she ironed her bible <laughs> Because they were all getting curly and I didn't want them to get torn. But nevertheless, it, I have really good um, highlights and commentary in my Bible. And I want to share just a little bit with you about what mine says about the Song of Solomon. First of all, um, Solomon was the, the son of David. It references that he wrote over a thousand songs and again references 1 Kings 4.32. But um, tradition holds that... The song was written when he was a young romantic before he became the husband of many, many mm. wives because he had over 700 wives. And so, um, yes, I think it's wonderful because it was it was written so long ago, like in uh, between 970 and 930 B.C., but also reference uh, it represents. Uh, covenant love which is the basis between the relationship of God and his people mm -hmm. and so it's not just about um, the relationship between man and woman but as we've discussed many times before God's love for his people Christ's love for the church as the as the groom the bridegroom and the bride it again mirrors that relationship um, you know the the heavenly relationship mirrors the earthly relationship that is true that is true mm -hmm. and so we've um you know, we know that the Song of Psalms can, there are some parts in there that, you know, some people might shy away because they were talk, talking about a woman's anatomy and, and things like that. Mm. I really urge you not to shy away from that because it's love yeah. and it's and God gave us a marriage so we can enjoy each other. Right. And this actually in the, in this song, mm -hmm. it talks about the fact that, look, don't stir the fire if you can't put it out. Basically, don't 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 try to um make the flame hot if you can't do anything about it. It urges you. To, it's something right. love is that powerful. But we want to take out four lessons mm -hmm. um, that I believe can really help you in this short amount of time that we have together. Mm -hmm. um, the four lessons that we I think we can extract and um, apply it to our lives and everyday lives. So, I want to start with a verse, baby. Okay. Uh, I want you to read uh, Song of Solomon's and this lady... You want me to read your version or from here? You can read either one. Okay. Um, and one mm -hmm. and two. Um, Song of Solomon 1, verse 2. And, yeah. Okay. So, uh, the Song of Songs, which is Solomon's, the banquet, the Shulamite. This is a Shulamite woman, mm -hmm. right? Um, Let him kiss me with the kisses of his mouth. For your love is better than wine. Mm -hmm. Just two? 
Yeah, you want to go some more? No, that's fine. Okay, that's so, fine so she starts off just, you know, from the get go, like I, with desire, with desire, yeah, and um boldness, mm-hmm. and and her affection towards him. Like, look, you're, I just want to tell you how I feel. You know, <laughs> <laughs> um, the NLT version says, "Kiss me and kiss me again, for your love is sweeter than wine." Mm-hmm. Um, there's another one in Psalms. Let me read that version, baby, on the screen. Um, Psalms eight. Psalm, okay, eight six. Yeah. Okay, this is um, chapter eight, verse six. It says, "Set me as a seal upon your heart, mm-hmm. as a seal on your upon your arm, mm-hmm. for love is strong as death. Mm. Jealousy is fierce as the grave. It flashes; its flashes are flashes of fire, mm-hmm. the very flame of the Lord." So, first lesson I would like uh, to bring to light is the fact that. Um, it, this teaches us to be affectionate to one, one another mm-hmm. and unashamed mm-hmm. you know like I don't want my wife you know thinking that I'm just always thinking about her you know I, I just I want to touch her but I don't want to touch her because she might say no or whatever you know what mm-hmm. this it teaches us to just throw that away mm-hmm. and just say look I really want you to hold me I really want you right. to kiss me I really want to feel your embrace I really mm-hmm. want to feel your arms mm-hmm. around me yeah. You know. <laughs> and then as well, the first uh, sentence set me, well, it's one sentence, but set me as a seal upon your heart. Mm-hmm. Seal is something that clo- encloses and captures and mm-hmm. protects. So set me in that place w- inside of you. And then as a seal upon your arm, mm-hmm. because an arm, the thing I'm going to reference is a tattoo. Mm-hmm. Um, although I, I don't care for tattoos, but people wear those those outward symbols of what they're feeling about themselves on the inside or whatever and what you wear um i don't know where the terminology comes from but when a person says oh he or she wears their feelings on their sleeve yeah yeah it means they are very evident it's Mm -hmm. very transparent how it feels you don't have to guess now some people may say that it's a bad thing Mm -hmm. but when it comes to to uh, courtship mm-hmm. and covenant and marriage. This she's a desiring. I want, this. Yeah, yes. <laughs> let, let it be known yeah. that I am. It's like me wearing this ring. It is well known mm-hmm. that I belong to him yes. and he belongs to me. Mm-hmm. I'm willingly. We want that and we're not ashamed of that. I'm not ashamed of it. And sometimes mm-hmm. uh, and we find that sometimes in the men culture uh, man culture or is that a thing but we are sometimes we want to be seen as strong and hard and, and you know mm-hmm. I don't I don't you know you know I'm, I'm, I'm the man and you come with me and I, <laughs> we're not going to do a lot of PDA and I'm not saying you know you got to kiss each other all the time walking down the street but okay. you know I mean, holding hands you know embracing mm-hmm. you know, sometimes putting your hand on the small of a back guiding her through the door mm-hmm. um, just those things right there showing effect showing the fact that you she is the seal on your heart and mm-hmm. and you wear it on your sleeve you wear your emotions for her on your sleeve how much you love her and it's not like you're ashamed to express that to her you're not like you're showing off to other people right it just is evident yes it's what it is there's no pretense there's no covering up there's no uh, um, uh, falsehood mm-hmm. in that and that's good you know um, sometimes you, like you said before what, what men will do sometimes is, is what they would do to one another is cause each other to feel uh, whipped yeah. or, or call each other handpacked mm-hmm. or whatever it is as if it's it, it is not um, 
a good thing for a man to have found someone who captured his heart. Yeah. 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 And then, and then also, is now men. Um, and this is not the introduction to foreplay. Right. All affection doesn't have to lead to intercourse. Intercourse. Mm-hmm. I said that to say I'm not. I'm not. I'm just, yes, man. You know, if, if she's with it, you with it. All right, okay. We are talking but, about married folks. Yeah. <laughs> married folks. <laughs> but I'm, but it's like the fact that you're showing affection is um, foreplay is the word itself is leading up to something before. Yeah, it, mm-hmm. but but uh, being affectionate mm-hmm. is just a state. It's a state yeah. that we're in, mm-hmm. you know, and we roll with that, whatever that state takes us. Mm-hmm. But it's it's not with a four note notion that, okay, if I do this, it's going to lead to that. No, it's just, it's a state that we're in right now. Yeah. So, man, just be aware of that part. It's not that, okay, well, you know, I heard y'all say one time four place is way before the bedroom and, and it starts, you know, okay, well, I'm not talking necessarily about that right now. I'm mm-hmm. just talking about being affectionate to your spouse. And for women too, some women don't really like the lovey-dovey stuff. I've yeah. heard. They, yeah, that's true, and that and it could be based on a lot of things. Some mm-hmm. women, um, based on their history, their upbringing, um, affection was either modeled or not modeled, or sometimes there could have been trauma or violation that would cause them to want to shy away from mm-hmm. being touched, you know, in a certain way. And um, and even though they know that they know that there is an expectation of, of physical intimacy with their spouse, so they're like, okay, let's just cut mm-hmm. all the preliminaries and let's just get it over with. Yes. Honestly, that's how they may be feeling on the inside because they're still uh, wounded, you exactly. know, unhealed from that. So it's possible that women don't necessarily like uh, foreplay. Yeah, don't yeah. prefer. Or being, being affectionate. Being affectionate. So, and I urge you, I know you, if you just joined us, you could be wondering, well, I, don't, I thought this was Bible study night. Well, our whole, our whole thing that we do here at Coach Pursuit <laughs> is teach from biblical perspective yeah. to give you tools and strategies to help you pursue and to maintain right. a successful relationship, a successful marriage. Mm-hmm. And the principles that we've used and is, we're going to continue to use and continue to talk and preach on are biblical principles. Right. And God created us. He created our bodies. He mm-hmm. created uh, us in the way in which we are made. He created our anatomy to um, to be compatible with one another. Mm-hmm. And, and this is something that if you if you think carnally about it, you won't understand it or you'll think. And what I mean is just with your five senses, you have to think spiritually about what I'm about to say mm-hmm. in order to uh, perceive it or receive it is for me. What I have found, and not until we had been married for several years, what I found that is that uh, intimacy with you is the closest experience to worship. Mm-hmm. Not that I worship you in place of God, but it has let me know through taking down the barriers, mm-hmm. um, wearing my feelings mm-hmm. on my sleeve, being transparent with you, um, not having all of the the stuff in between us not following the ways of the world and mm-hmm. not having to worry about it being sinful etc etc mm-hmm. it has freed me in such a way that i understand that god created this yeah it, it has become more spiritual for me than it is uh physical the connection mm-hmm. that happens it's less and less about the physical which is great it's wonderful but 
as we know the physical is temporal it's temporary it only mm-hmm. that only lasts for for so long but yeah. the the benefit of that relationship it verifies to me that god is the creator of it exactly and yeah. if, you, if you take the intimacy out of to me you take the intimacy out of being together mm-hmm. sexual intercourse mm-hmm. uh, you just have a sex you really to me you just rubbing flesh together i mean you yeah, just, it's friction <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you're gonna get might, a, result, a result, but there's a big difference between. But when you have that, into, yeah, yeah, and that leads to my second, the second lesson that we can learn and glean from mm-hmm. is the second lesson is that we need to stay emotionally connected to one another. Mm. Hey, read that verse in our sixth Solomon, Song Solomon six three. Six three. Okay, mm-hmm. um, I am my beloved's, and my beloved is mine Mm -hmm. this is the one that's on a lot of wedding programs Mm -hmm. i am my beloved and my beloved is mine what is this saying it's saying i as i said before i belong to him Mm -hmm. and he belongs to me beloved is such a um a sweet word yeah you know it's a romantic and endearing sensitive uh, word in this in this um whole chapter book Mm -hmm. The woman, the woman, the Shulamite woman says it a lot. Like, mm-hmm. I'm his beloved. I am my beloved. Mm-hmm. And the man said my, says my love a lot. Mm-hmm. So the fact that she knows that he loves her mm-hmm. in that way mm-hmm. actually inspires her to call herself that. Mm-hmm. Like, I am his love. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. I think that's that is so awesome that your uh, wife can actually think of herself as your love she knows without a doubt that her i talked about our relationship and Mm -hmm. how no one can get in our bubble that's right she knows that it's just the two of them in that Mm -hmm. bubble Mm -hmm. and the way that they talk about one another throughout these eight chapters is very um romantic and it is it does shut out the world Mm -hmm. you know and and that's important when you talk about connection, that's very, very necessary to to have a um, a lasting and a a strong love relationship, mm-hmm. even a physical, intimate relationship. Yeah. You have to know, you know, it helps to know that you're my person, I'm your person, and I don't have to worry about that being violated. That is know? true. And and speaking of that, it had to be a situation where he he actually set the atmosphere or he made the created the space where she can feel uninhibited mm-hmm. and she can feel like it's okay to be vulnerable here mm-hmm. it's okay to let my emotions and and be free and to express myself here mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. i don't have to worry about you throwing it back in my face i don't worry i have to worry about you know you doing this with you know whatever whatever because even though this is you know King Solomon we're talking about there's a lot of variation like my wife said earlier this could be the young version where he actually this is his desire of ultimate romance mm-hmm. like this is what he desired he was the wisest man probably ever but we know at that exact time mm-hmm. he was the richest man ever ever mm-hmm. going to be but the wisest man and he said he wrote this right here as a the feeling of love and how it makes him feel and how it makes his um the woman we never have her name but it mm-hmm. just how it expresses to him mm-hmm. and this is just the uh opiates this is this is <laughs> how it all comes he's like wow this is what i believe that he's desiring it's intoxicating yes. 
for if you've ever been in love I know we have single separated married divorced mm -hmm. and widowed folks that are watching sometimes but if you've ever been in love that feeling of wow mm -hmm. you know this is the best thing ever and I could just Mm -hmm. stay in this moment I love to be in his or her presence and you know looking into their eyes when they touch me if uh, you know um, if they just touch my hand you know that those moments of getting to know one another is overwhelming and I, I love that um, for me this is a comparison to God's love for us mm -hmm. he longs to be with mm -hmm. us he longs to commune with us um um, I believe it was Genesis where he, when he was looking for Adam and Eve and he said he would walk with them in the cool of the day. He, he looked for them to be in a place uh, where he could communicate with them every day. Yes. You he, know, he and, missed the connection. Right. He is, I believe he noticed, I believe that way it's described to us mm -hmm. in Genesis that he actually came like, where are you looking for them? Mm -hmm. he, it's like we, he knew the connection, something happened mm -hmm. uh, to that. And yeah. this, this um, song teaches us that it, connection is important. Mm -hmm. Emotional connection is so is so important. Mm -hmm. So wow, my goodness. So the third lesson um, okay. that you can get, you can either read, you read your book or you can read. I'll read from here. Okay. Okay. Go the, ahead. The third lesson is that. Go ahead, read it first tonight. The third lesson is that you. No, the song. Oh, the song. Okay, the so Song of Songs 110. This is um, the NLT. How lovely are your cheeks. Your earrings set them afire. How lovely is your neck enhanced with a string of jewels. We will make for your earrings of gold and beads of silver. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. There's another verse I like to... And 510 says, My lover is dark and dazzling, mm. better than 10,000 others. Mm. His head is... <laughs> his head is fine as gold his uh, wavy hair is black as a raven mm. his eyes <laughs> his eyes sparkle <laughs> like doves beside springs of water they are set like jewels washed in milk the third lesson that would be that we can get from uh, the song of Solomon or the song of songs is that scent grooming and hygiene are important Yes, <laughs> you know you, how we, we used to get dressed, and you know you're going out to each other, and you might took a shower right before the date, and so mm -hmm. you're smelling fresh, a little cologne, little you know got yourself, you know you're not ashy, you know, uh, <laughs> <laughs> and um, you know you check your meeting in the mirror, you're checking, you know everything is good, you got your, mm -hmm. you know you have to worry about crumbs and a dirt spot, but then you know you did all that mm -hmm. most of the time you met each other, mm -hmm. and then sometimes. Throughout the years, once you get married, mm -hmm. you know, you kind of find yourself, you know, your wife will be like, what you got on your shirt? It's always, <laughs> oh, man, oh, okay, that's going to be all right. You know, you just, and you, 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 it's all wrinkled or your pants are wrinkled, your knees are ashy, you know, mm. you're not really grooming yourself. And this, this, in this verse, verses, I talk about how important grooming is and it should always continue to be hygiene. The fact that you desire to have your spouse look at you like, wow, mm -hmm. I, you know, I'm not saying like you're, you're like you have to be the chiseled cheek. And, no, it's and not I, about that. No. It's about you, you uh, being your best self for them. Yeah. And your best self doesn't have to be dressed up. It yeah. doesn't have to be all of that. But what's happening here in, in um, 110 and in 510 is that 
first she he is appreciating her her appearance mm -hmm. and how she adorns herself and um and so he notices her mm. her beauty is there but he notices the things that accent her beauty mm -hmm. um and then for her in 510 she's talking about him you know um his head his hair his eyes you know and um it, it makes a difference and when you say uh here you have a, a man's fragrance appeals to a woman's sense of sight sense of touch sense of smell and his sense of hearing this is how he can express his love in tangible practical ways to his woman i love the way my husband smells oh, and he knows that when he puts on that that favorite that <laughs> cologne that i love so much mm -hmm. it smelled really good in the store but when i put when he put it on it's like ooh, right it just alerts my senses and it happens every single time mm -hmm. And so those are the little things that you can do that still connect you. And I know that there is a quote unquote science behind it, you know, pheromones, all those things, mm -hmm. whatever it is, it's true. It's attractive. And it's the little things that go a long way sometimes. That is so true. And even like mm -hmm. the parts we, we're not reading, um, we, we talked about the woman's anatomy and stuff. Even in that, he's not talking about like an ideal anatomy, like a, a size 36, 24, yeah. 36. He's not talking. He just sees appreciating her. what height her. Yeah, and she's appreciating, you know, him, and she she does talk about some physical attributes, but it's still what he is right right mm -hmm. now, and mainly how, yeah, she that is attractive, mm -hmm. but how he makes her feel felt and, mm -hmm. and loved and and wanted and desired, mm -hmm. and, <laughs> and and those things. That's what we really get from this. Uh, Song of Songs or Song of Solomons. Mm -hmm. We really get the fact that we as spouses should always continue to, to have our wives, have our husbands, you know, never question the fact, oh, I wonder if he still, you know, I wonder if did he even like what I got on right. there? You know, do I? <laughs> did he notice me? Am I still yeah. attracted to him? Do you notice him or her? Or do you just kind of fall into a funk? And and again, this parallels with our relationship with the Lord. Mm -hmm. Because sometimes we can become very uh, rote or very mundane in our relationship. Oh, well, Father, I just thank you today for your goodness, <laughs> your grace, and your mercy, and blah, 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 blah. And we go through the routine. But what he desires is to be in our presence mm -hmm. it's the same thing that that lovers desire they want to be in one another's presence they want to see each other's eyes they want to hear each other's voice and god wants us to seek his face daily and he is waiting for us mm -hmm. to um to commune with him and i'm going to read something here it just says god is in love with his people as he pours out his spirit upon us his banner over us is love a banner is something from ancient armies waved above themselves as they um, that they waved above themselves as they marched in brilliant colors god waved his rainbow colored banner of eternal love over all humankind he has set mm -hmm. sent his savior into the world to die for our sins there's nothing he wouldn't do for us 
you know, and his word says, lo, I'll be with you even always, even until the end of the age, even if you make your bed in hell, that is a pursuit beyond pursuit mm-hmm, mm-hmm. it doesn't i mean we can't even say that um a lot of us as couples that we would go to the ends of the earth for our spouses mm-hmm. we have limits we draw a line in the sand but god is forever pursuing us yeah and it's and with that he's not a contention on um if my if these people you know uh, who are called by my name humble themselves that's just so they they can we can have a relationship with him but his relationship with us is internal it's, 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 it's eternal yes it's it always yeah. it's always going on mm-hmm. and like my wife said this uh, uh song of solomon song of psalms it's a i believe it's a, a fifth thousand view of that yes. of, the, of god's relationship with mm-hmm. us mm-hmm. so the, the last one hey um tabitha hey Ms. <laughs> brenda how y'all doing uh, this last one Lesson four. Mm-hmm. Um, baby, read Psalm one and three. Okay. Uh, verse one and three. I'm sorry. Chapter one, verse three says, How fragrant your cologne. Your name is like it's spreading fragrance. No wonder all the young women love you. <laughs> <laughs> and two one says, I am the spring crocus blo- blooming on the Sharon Plain, the lily of the valley. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Lesson four states that a person should always maintain good character. Mm-hmm. I, I was at a wedding one time and uh, the person that's officiating the wedding said this. He said that you should always be careful to keep her name clean in the streets. Mm-hmm. Meaning that the way you act reflects on her right. and the way she acts reflect on you he was talking to the the groom at the time right but he was like keep her name clean in the streets mm-hmm. <laughs> i was like that's good let yeah. me write that down. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and this this um chapter this part of the um of the book talks about that mm-hmm. that not only is this fragrance is oh, i love the way she loves the way he smells mm-hmm. but she says his his name it's like a spread and fragrance. It's like, it's like the spreading of fragrance. And yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So he brings her joy. Mm-hmm. He brings her, you know, that just that, that inexplicable feeling of, wow. Yeah. You know, just his name. You know, you, mm-hmm. you see these movies where, um, where it's usually adolescent girls and they'll be like, oh, there's such and such. And they'll be like, Tommy. And they're like, oh, Tommy. <laughs> you know, and they just squeal because there's this, this, this uh, youthful when they hear the name they yeah. think of all the things Tommy is yes know, what he means to them <laughs> and so it's like a spreading fragrance when you if you smell if there's something that you like to eat or if there is like a um like I was I was making something the other day and you were like what are you cooking I smelled it before I got in the I house I smelled it before I came on yeah. the porch I'm like what <laughs> is that so it just it goes out and it fills the air it fills your surroundings so it's so expressive mm-hmm. and we miss um with movies and and TV shows and music and the way that life is today it has just sucked a lot of the romance and the intimacy out of relationship and you just get right to the physical hardcore mm-hmm. thing yeah. and um, this brings us back to the foundation of what it should be between a man and the woman of how special it is mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. it's not just sex it's not just a relationship it's special that's right that's yeah. right and it, 
if you apply these lessons, these are just a few. Mm-hmm. There's so many. They're so jam-packed. Like I said, we have the mm-hmm. song of song. We have the best. That's what it says in the preface. It says, we have the best song mm-hmm. out of the, thou- the many songs, song of that, songs that he's written. Yeah. And from this, man, these four lessons are just so I can have number four. I could have did 40, whatever. Mm-hmm. But if we apply these to our marriage, I believe we're, we're on to a great start in developing more intimacy, we're developing, you know, taking care of ourselves, keeping um, our wife's name clean, the street, our spouse's name clean the streets, mm-hmm. um, be emotionally connected and um, showing affection, you know, being more open to showing affection mm-hmm. to one another. Um, so I urge you to take these into um, heart, into your heart and um, apply. Now put them yes. into practice. If, if you, maybe if you're doing all of them, kudos, man, awesome. Um, you know, some things you know you want to work on. Hey, you know, work on it. It's never too late. <laughs> That's right. It's never too late. It's never too late. And even if you, um, if you've never had this level of intimacy in your marriage, your mm-hmm. relationship, it's not too late to yes. to to discover it. Mm-hmm. And yeah. then, like I said, this is this is our Bible study edition. But the principle here is what we apply if it's not a Wednesday night Bible study we, we apply it all the time because there's so many lessons there's so many things that you can learn mm-hmm. and I urge you to go back and actually don't shy away from the Song of Solomon mm-hmm. like go back and, and read it mm-hmm. you know find a version that is like you can digest more until you are able to get to uh you know, the, maybe the CSB or the NL, N, um, NKJV or whatever. Mm-hmm. Find a version. Um, the New Living Translation, I think, does a very good job. Mm-hmm. Um, the Passion Translation is <laughs> it's very good, especially for this context right here. So, but mm-hmm. don't shy away from it. It's right. a lot of good things. Yeah, and that. maybe now after we share a little a little bit of like the correlation between. Um, the romance between a man and a woman and God's love for his people um, maybe you can read it with a different perspective Mm -hmm. you know now that you have another viewpoint it may make um, more sense to you but um, yeah we urge you to just dig in and and dig deep and you know think about um, as you read it think about how you felt about your love before you asked her to be your wife Mm. and how you felt about him before you accepted his proposal in marriage and um, see where it takes you. That's right. That's yeah. right. <laughs> so we thank you for joining us tonight. As always, we pray that the Lord bless you, that he keep you, that, his ma- that he make his face shine upon you, be gracious to you and give you peace. And we'll see you here again on Couples Pursuit Live Bible Study Edition. Take care. Bye. Bye.